You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a loaded and transformative week full of planetary transits. In this week's astrology, the full moon in Cancer occurs, helping us understand our personal life goals. Retrograde turning points will occur with Jupiter and Chiron as they shift out of their regressive motion, which will give us the opportunity to reevaluate how far we've came on our expansion and healing journey. Venus is going into Sagittarius, which will give us the opportunity to take more adventure in our love lives and finances. And it's a week where we'll have a multitude of Venus transits, giving us the nudge needed to work on romantic scenarios and finances. With the copious amount of astrological events happening this week, the vibes on the graph are absolutely reflective of that. Family and friends will intersect mental, emotional sensitivity, imagination and confusion, solitude and romance from the 25th to the 26th. Because of this, we might feel overwhelmed in social situations. So some of our interactions, they may be welcomed, but also there may be moments where we feel triggered. And this is due to the touchier tone in the air with some of the transits going on. Then as the 26th approaches, imagination and confusion will be present and intersect good luck, psychic vibes, social, mental, and emotional, along with romantic vibes. With this interesting mix of energies, we may feel as though our moods are fluctuating. However, because of what's going on with Jupiter through this week, there may be moments where we're able to see the bright side of things, which is always good. So we could have moments this week where we catch ourselves and we're not dwelling on negativity as much. Plus, our intuition will be on fire through these bunch of days. Even with that imagination and confusion, we may be able to cut through some of the fog because of a Mercury-Mars transit, which will aid in having moments of clarity. Romantic vibes will continue to the 29th along with emotional sensitivity and more psychic vibes. The weekend has a mix of energies that might feel triggering in some way. However, because Jupiter is going direct, we may feel more optimistic than normal and take on a celebratory tone. With all this going on, flirtation may feel over the top more so than usual. So yeah, we are in for a very colorful week. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. Monday opens up with a magical alignment between Venus and Neptune that promotes joyfulness and a really heavy romantic tone. Even with the harsher transits that are going on at the beginning of the week, this could help us feel more hopeful when it comes down to certain scenarios in our lives, especially anything associated with love and career situations. A vibe like this brings out the dreamy side of Venus, and so it causes us to crave fantasy, it causes us to crave enchantment, and seek out pleasure when it comes down to our social situations. And so some of the ways this can manifest is getting wrapped up in cultural things, music, movies, or losing ourselves in something that's just really whimsical. On a romantic level, this one enunciates our desire for spiritual connection and the urge for something really dreamy in our love lives. So we could be craving something storybook or have an experience like that on this day. This is also an incredibly passionate sort of vibe too, and it brings out the need to be more vulnerable when it comes down to our love life. So we might find ourselves feeling open 
open to just melding deeply with someone. Because of the fantasy approach to Venus and Neptune though, one thing to note is just try to be careful with overdoing it when it comes down to escapism. This is not a hard Neptune-Venus situation. However, because it revs up our dreamy side, sometimes the tangible things in life don't necessarily come easy with an energy like this because it's not a very grounded energy. So try to be aware of overspending and just overdoing it in love scenarios. Of course, this is fun and enjoyable at the same time. You also just want to make sure you're looking at things realistically, especially with some of the other transits floating around with Neptune that are a bit harsh throughout this week. By the time we get to the 27th, Chiron is going out of its regressive motion. So this should help us take a look back to see what we've healed in terms of things that bog us down. Chiron went into its pre-shadow on March 29th, then went into retrograde motion on the 23rd of July. So think back to what was going on to you regarding your healing journey. Where have you gotten a nudge needed to heal unresolved issues? discard old narratives, learn self-reliance, or learn not to take other people's burdens on. What kind of turbulent things were you trying to heal or recover from in your life? Because Chiron is an Aries, was this a period where you're working on authenticity? Was this a period where you're working on owning your own identity? Was this a period where you were learning that you needed to be more active or take initiative in your life? Did you learn the importance of healthy assertion through this time? Also, because Chiron is about helping other people, was this a period where you were there for others? Was this a period where you were lending a helping hand? With it combined with Aries, was this a period where you were being someone's voice who didn't have a voice? Were you advocating for someone who needed your strength? Because Aries deals with independence and standing on your own two feet. Was this a period where you were healing codependency and finding yourself again after losing your identity within a relationship? And even if it isn't a romantic relationship, it could be baggage from helping others. Sometimes we lose ourselves when we're doing that. And obviously there's nothing wrong with helping people. At the same time, there's a healthy end and there's an unhealthy end. We're on the more unconstructive side of that. This might've been a time where you were building yourself back up and finding yourself again. And through this, sometimes we understand that the wounds that we're carrying aren't our own because we've taken on too much of other people's burdens. So this could have been a phase of not allowing others to encroach upon you. And of course, not taking on other people's burdens that aren't your own. The signs that would have felt this retrograde more than others is the cardinal modality. Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn between 12 to 22 degrees of these zodiac placements. So if you have planets and chart points in these signs, you would have felt this retrograde more than others. Chiron will leave its post-shadow period on April 17th of 2024. Over the last 24 hours, the Sun made a trine with Jupiter and is still within that trine as we get to the 27th. And what this means is it marks the ending point of Jupiter retrograde. Anytime we see these trines with the Sun, with the outer planets and Mars, it's a signal for the retrogrades to begin and end. So by the time we get to the 31st, Jupiter is going to be going direct. And this energy here, anytime we've got that trine with the Sun with Jupiter, it brings in a really optimistic tone. It also tends to rev up good luck and just fortunate moments. Because with an energy like this, we start believing in ourselves again and we start taking action on goals we might have put on the back burner since this planet went into retrograde. A vibe like this is a big conflict confidence booster and helps us feel really jovial. So we'll be in the mood for social interaction, even with that emotional sensitivity and some of that solitude popping up on the graph. These days we may feel more open to social interactions because we're feeling a little more carefree and looking on the brighter side of things. 
Continuing with the 27th and going through the 28th, Mercury is going to connect with Mars and Mars is going to connect with Neptune. Both planets are going to be making alignment with one another in a conjunction while they're both in a harsh transit to Neptune. So with an energy like this, we may feel a little bit off at moments and we may feel razor sharp in other moments when it comes down to our thought processes. The Mercury-Mars conjunction is great for cutting through a lot of fog and we're going to definitely need that with all of this Neptune stuff going on. But with this conjunction, we can feel like we're picking up momentum concerning things that have been on hold. Mercury is still in retrograde. It'll go direct on the 1st of January. But this situation with Mars could feel like a blessing because we may have that moment of clarity that we've been searching for throughout this whole entire retrograde. So this may be helpful with contractual stuff, any other type of paperwork, and also news of various different kinds. Like hearing back from something that seems like it was on pause or may not have happened because it felt like the opportunity was out of your reach for whatever reason. However, because we've got both of these planets connecting to Neptune, some of this stuff may ebb and flow in terms of the way we feel mentally. So we could have moments where we feel really clear, but also moments where we feel drained. If you are feeling some of the confidence from the Mercury-Mars situation, definitely take your time, go really slow when it comes down to details, because although things may be working out right now, you still want to make sure you're reading every fine detail of something and going over something twice. Because that Neptune situation creates moments of confusion and where we skim the details of something and miss important points. And because this is a retrograde alignment, it's a repeating alignment. We're only going to get the Mars conjunct Mercury situation once, so it's a one and done sort of thing. But concerning Mercury squaring Neptune, we had that last on November 27th while Mercury was in the pre-shadow, so it may bring you back to some of that kind of stuff that happened. Also, we will get one final alignment with this on January 8th of 2024. And one other thing to note around that point in time, Mercury is going to be connecting to Venus in a semi-sextile, which could bring up miscommunication situations in our love life scenarios. The last time we had this alignment was on December 20th, and it was in a form of a semi-square. But we won't be getting another one of these, so we've only had two similar alignments of this nature that has to do with our love lives. And sometimes this could be surface-level attraction that doesn't really go anywhere. In other words, communication-wise, it's more like light flirtation that doesn't go anywhere, or someone who's breadcrumbing a bit. Bit, or just coming to a realization that the situation that you're in has no substance. Within the next 24 hours, we have even more Venus transits going on. And it starts off with Venus going into Sagittarius on the 29th. As we leave the methodical and serious approach of Venus and Scorpio, we transition to a more carefree and risk-taking approach when it comes down to our love life and finances. And so this is a really contrasting tone. This tone when we have Venus and Sagittarius is more upbeat. And it has this thing about it where it's all about putting yourself out there. Rather than being trepidatious. Rather than taking it slow and examining every little little thing that might go wrong. And don't get me wrong here. That's important to do. At the same time, it can become unhealthy when we have a combination like that with Venus and Scorpio. But of course, that's more so the lower end of that. So right now, we're getting something that's more upbeat and really kind of throws caution to the wind. And sometimes that's necessary. Of course, there's an unhealthy end to that as well. But in the meantime, and considering the transits that we've been experiencing over these last couple of months, I'd say we're overdue for some joyful energy. Energetically, this pairing helps us become more optimistic about what's to come. So we'll feel encouraged to go after every possibility and really just seize the day when it comes down to our finances and our romantic scenarios. So it's a period to really expand our horizons when it comes down to these areas of life. So if you've been on hold when it comes down to certain things due to whatever circumstances 
as it may be, this could give you the extra boost needed to start going after whatever it is that you want. Sagittarius energy is about going for the gold. It's about shooting your shot. So love life wise, this may be a period where you're getting back into the driver's seat. This could be a time where you're taking more chances and opening yourself up to the possibilities of dating if, you, if you're single. Or if you're in an already established union, this could be a period of getting more adventurous with one another and going on really exhilarating dates. But overall, it really helps us keep an open mind when it comes down to our romantic lives. So we might feel more receptive to people who have different philosophies, their way of life, or even culturally. That way we're expanding our horizons when it comes down to love and also our options. Speaking of options, this is not the most committal Venus. This is one of those Venuses where, you know, you're more open to the idea of something or someone. It's not to say that commitment can't happen because commitment always happens. But under this influence, it's not the most committal sort of Venus because it is a bit scattered and all over the place. And more so because this is a freedom-loving Venus that can't be tied down. However, it does bring in a very passionate tone when it comes down to romance and being very generous when it comes down to intimacy overall social level, we may be in the mood to be more celebratory than normal. Venus going into Sagittarius, I would say is perfect timing right now because New Year's Eve is about to kick off, which can really bring in an inflated need to party and really just let our hair down. Considering that Venus is how we adorn ourselves and how we spend money, this could be a time where we're splurging on saggy things. Sometimes this could look like education, especially higher education. Sometimes this could look like travel plans and spending our money on other adventurous excursions. And because Venus has to do with how we earn money, this could be a period of really shooting your shot when it comes down to career goals. So if there's a job you're wanting to apply for, but you didn't feel qualified to, this may give you the confidence boost you need to just shoot your shot and apply for that job. Also, this could be a time to research ways to expand your income. Of course, like any planet sign change, there's a lower expression and this is no different. With energy like this, we could be a bit scattered when it comes down to our love lives and feel harder to pin down more than typical. So this could be problematic because there tends to be a lack of consistency in this energy. And again, one of the less committal sort of Venus types. We also have to be aware of overdoing it when it comes down to things. This could be a very indulgent Venus. So we have to be more concerned about overdoing it when it comes down to finances, when it comes down to romance, and that could be in various different forms. And even overindulging in sweet treats and just other types of food or booze because Venus-Jupiter combinations in their lower form brings out a celebratory tone, which is great when it's in its higher form. But when it's in its lower form, we can really find ourselves maxing out on our limits when it comes down to consumption of things. And right as Venus is entering Sagittarius, it's making two alignments that aren't like the other. Venus will connect with Chiron in a harsh alignment, but a harmonious transit to Pluto. With the Chiron situation, we may start examining what's hindering us when it comes down to our love lives. So this could help us have a realization of what we need to heal and why we need to value ourselves in our romantic situations. And with the stuff with Pluto, we may have the urge to transform our love life circumstances. So if things haven't been working out in our favor, this can give us the energy we need to take control of our love lives along with our finances as well. Then when we get to New Year's Eve on December 31st, Jupiter is going out of retrograde. Jupiter went into its pre-shadow on June 11th, then went retrograde on September 4th. So think about what type of Jupiterian themes were occurring in your life over the last bunch of months. Where have you been reevaluating your beliefs? Where have you been understanding your potential? Looking at the opportunities that you could be capitalizing on? And overall, where you need to go for the gold in your life? With 
Jupiter themes? Have you adopted a new philosophy in your life? Were you in a place where you were questioning your beliefs over the last four and a half months? Were you coming to a realization that you needed to be more open-minded in your life? Was this a period where you were reconsidering education? In other words, Jupiter rules higher education. So was this a period where you were realizing that either you wanted to go to school or go back to college or take up some sort of program that's going to help you get to the next level and expand your knowledge? Because it doesn't always have to be through university. It could be through courses. It could be through coaching. It could be through seeking out skills from a guru of sorts or some sort of a apprenticeship and even an internship. Sometimes Jupiter retrograde is about taking journeys of the mind and learning universal truths. So that could have been another way education showed up in your life during this retrograde. Was this a period where you were working on carelessness when it comes down to Jupiterian things? Sometimes this is reckless behavior. Sometimes this is overindulgence. A lot of the times it could be just impulsivity overall or blowing things out of proportion instead of understanding the details of a situation. So was this a time where you were working on that sort of conduct. Through Jupiter retrogrades, we learn the importance of not being overly opinionated, not being intellectually arrogant, and working on entitlement issues. So this could have been a period to get on the right track when it comes down to those things. With these retrogrades, we also consider if we're on the right journey for us. And in other words, are we on the right path? So that way we're ensuring that we're making progress in our life and that we're fulfilled and that we're creating expansion. Sometimes these journeys could be a mental and emotional thing. Sometimes they could be a physical thing. Jupiter deals with travel, especially long distance travel. So if you're on the more physical end of this, was this a period where you were thinking of taking a trip? Was this a period where you're looking at making the leap and doing a long distance move to ensure you're in a place that's aligned with your spirit? Considering that Jupiter is making his trip through Taurus, the fixed signs would have felt this retrograde more than others. Therefore, if you have signs in the fixed modality, like Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, you would have felt this retrograde the most. And this would have been between 5 to 15 degrees of these zodiac places. So any planets and chart points within these signs definitely would have felt the effects of this retrograde. Jupiter will exit its post-shadow on March 23rd of 2024. So yeah, what a wild and busy week. We are leaving 2023 with a bang, which is not surprising because it's been one rager of a year. But I want to wish all of you a very happy new year and here's to a prosperous and harmonious 2024. See you in the next episode.